since the last time we talked, uh, just a couple of major things. One is that this Sunday we had um, a brainstorming session of the representatives of the coalition. And also we invited um, two people from a company that does a lot of uh, PR and campaign actually management for uh, parties, not only in this region, but also in the world. So now they're doing a lot in Africa, working a lot in Africa. Uh, so they came, uh, came down here to Sarajevo to talk to us about what they see uh, as a potential framework of the campaign, the future campaign. And we'll see if we can find uh, a financial arrangement under which they could actually work with us on the campaign, with the coalition. After that, uh, we, the representatives of the, of the various parties within the coalition, we talked about uh, organizational structure of the coalition, establishing proper uh, or the, the appropriate teams that really enable us to work uh, in a more coordinated fashion. And also we talked about uh, criteria for selecting the candidates for the joint list. We'll have, at least that is our current understanding, we're going to have one list as a coalition for the elections in 2022, in October of this year. And we talked about the process and the criteria that will be used to select or rank uh, the candidates coming from various parties for this unified list. Uh, this is a question that many of our members are asking, and I can only assume that a very similar uh, conversation or conversations are happening within other parties. Um, there's always self-interest no matter what you do and people are realizing that if we have one list there will be fewer places, not four lists but one list. So one-fourth of what they used to uh, count on and therefore fewer places, fewer interests satisfied or fulfilled and a lot of anxiety regarding that and how those decisions could be made. Is it consensus? Is it the voting or whatever? Um, it was a very useful session. And now we're going <coughs> through, the, through the participating parties. We have this organizational chart and now we're asking all the members to comment on it on the one hand on the other to suggest people to fill in various roles like what joint communications team a joint uh, um, election committee 
for the team that's going to help prepare all the candidates and and uh, and the team for the for analytics to understand where we have a chance, who is, what candidate would be better in what environment, and so on. A lot of work. I mean, it's almost like creating a new a new party out of the. Um, components, uh, participating parties, it's not, that's not what is going to happen. We are simply um, establishing a coalition of existing parties and then I took uh, the time to explain to people that it is important that we maintain our identities and uh, expand for us the platform for progress, but at the same time do everything we can to enhance the image and the reputation of the coalition because the more successful the platform for progress is, the more successful the coalition and the vice versa. The greater the reputation of the coalition, the greater the reputation of the the platform for progress as well. And it is that uh, sentiment that um, is being conveyed, conveyed to everybody. You don't have to worry about you maintain your identity. We're trying to be, coordinate our activities and in order to coordinate our activities we need to have uh, teams of people who worry about one issue that is important to all of us. Um, The other one, we um, there was a delegation. Uh, th- there's a place. It's the open market called the Markale. Um, it has an open market. And it has a um, so the people bring produce to sell uh, to the general public. And actually, there is also a large building within which they sell meat products, dairy products, eggs, and so on. Uh, there are two occasions. Uh, during the war, from 92 to 95, 1995, on two occasions uh, there were large um, bombs mm. uh, that exploded, one in the market itself and the other in front of that large building. And then the market, there was about 60 plus people perished and um, <clears throat> they were buying produce the little that they had during the war and they were all in that place and uh, many hundred hundred plus uh, injured wounded and so on February 5th is what when that happened and and every February 5th delegations go to uh, pay tribute to the people who got killed or injured that day and uh, all the delegations, political, city and so on. And so we went there as well. We had actually three different delegations in front of the coalition, uh, platform for progress, as well as the the congressional club that we have, or the parliamentary club, the club that we have in the parliament. Um, so that was uh, um, a somber activity where you had to, and then they read the names of all the ones who were perished, and then um, it's hard to be in those places, but it's it's good to remember, of course, and to pay tribute. But also, you 
you meet the people who the survivors and they tell you horrendous horrific stories about what was taking place that day and many other days with few were victims but still victims uh, today we had uh, a meeting with uh, several parties that we are inviting to organize protests together or some kind of activities to, to bring out the citizens into the street. <coughs> and we'll, we'll continue our discussions. Uh, March 1st is the Independence Day for uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Uh, the day that it was uh, there, there was a referendum where people were deciding whether to stay within the remainder of Yugoslavia or to go out as an independent country. And it was a two-day referendum and the people in the end voted over, overwhelmingly to become an independent, yet again, to, to become an independent country. And so trying to figure out whether we should do that, what's the purpose, what's the logistics, how we do it, what's the right day, the time, the place, and so on. A lot of activities. Uh, we also invited three parties that are on the, on the not the ethno-nationalistic side, but on the citizen side. Uh, center-left, invited three parties to actually to sit down and talk, the four of us, coalition, the country and the three of them, to talk about uh, the current situation in the country and then if we think and coordinate any of our activities. Um, many, a lot of things are happening in the country, in Republika Srpska, their parliament has has been making some really strange decisions, illegal decisions to to take some responsibilities of the country and move that to the level of the entity. At the same time, that's Mr. Dodik and then his group around him. On the Croat side, Mr. Chovic is putting pressure to change the electoral election law or laws to in order to. Um, accommodate uh, his really desire to almost be guaranteed. Could be almost being guaranteed to be elected as a member of the presidency. Um, so there are many things that are happening in the country. We uh, in, in the city of Neum, uh, representatives of the United States and the European Union invited political parties to talk about the change of the election law. And uh, we refused to go. Uh, I was not invited, but one of the parties within the coalition of the country was invited. He, he wanted to, he invited me to go with him because he had the right to invite somebody else. And I said, no, I really don't want to, I'm not invited, plus I don't think it's a good idea. Then he decided that he didn't want to go. 
as well, Nasha Stranka, another party, and then SDP, Social Democrats, uh, Social Democratic Party, they decided not to go. And so there's some division in the country, those who did go to Nehong to negotiate and those who didn't go to Nehong to, to didn't want to negotiate because it's not a good uh, way that they're trying to uh, change the way we elect people and further limit the rights of the citizens. Um, but it is a tough time uh, here. Uh, this fiery or um, this heated rhetoric, rhetoric that is coming from Republika Srpska is making people uneasy here in Federation, invoking uh, potential of war. I read now in foreign newspapers, BBC and others, uh, or media. I should say, um, they're talking about the tough situations in the Balkans and the possibility of another conflict. This is all happening in the context of Ukraine and the potential Russian invasion of the parts of, the, of Ukraine. Uh, that does really bode well for us here, because whatever happens there, if if it happens that the Russia decides to take, to invade and or take away or occupy parts of Ukraine and then eventually declare that to be uh, Russian territory, um, none of that bodes well for us because it's probably a similar scenario that they would like to uh, put in, in, in motion that would be in Bosnia-Herzegovina as well. So that's why we are watching really carefully what, what's happening in Ukraine. Um, Russia is certainly trying to make sure that uh, the NATO, the West, doesn't get too close. It's complex and it's heavy. Um, it's almost like the air is heavy. Everybody is concerned. Uh, the European Union is, the, the international community is acting, but in a hesitant way, which doesn't really give you any good feeling about uh, the future. I'm getting uh, text messages of concern and support from the US people who uh, we hear about now more than before about what's happening in the in the country um, which is really always appreciated in any case uh, I think the next month will be crucial what we are also doing is we are putting in in place uh, the people and the structure organizational structure to deal with the uh, demands of the ground game, groundwork. Uh, we have to visit almost every person <laughs> in this country in some way, and we're trying to shore up our organizational structure, both with processes and people, in order to be able to do that. Um, we also trying to get more parties, individuals or civic organizations to join the coalition to represent a greater force, to represent more people or 
to have greater leverage when it comes to conversations uh, about uh, at the national level. Um, pretty good, uh, pretty successful with uh, pretty successful with uh, media uh, presence these days. Um, not successful, but more than before. Um, I'm more often on TV. The, our um, press releases are often carried out by portals, and so um, it is interesting. Um, very interesting times. It is going to be. It's going to be to be. It's going to be very challenging eight months uh, to the elections. And now, the I just heard on the news that uh, the head of the largest uh, party in within federation, SDA, they are talking about uh, possibility of postponing the elections, and that uh, like the international community representatives talk about that as well. That's what they say uh, because if they need more time to. Um, discuss the changes, potential possible changes to the election law, um, which is really just a pretext for staying in power without even giving the people a chance to have their say about their future. So it's something that we've seen before, and it's in our it's our interest not to let that happen, but we'll see. Anyway, that's it as far as the report is concerned. Not enough, but... Thanks. I'm, I'm only laughing because things never change in, from that. I mean, I remember we went through this before in 2018 about exactly. trying to cancel. Yeah, crazy. But in terms, just your overall thoughts about the coalition and how it's progressing now and Thoughts about where it's headed. It seems like things are coming together slowly. Uh, you think about the, for the elections for the coalition. Or, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, we have um, we have somebody who is uh, what we are paying that uh, the person who is uh, working with us on the, on the strategy, the, um, the PR as well, the media. Preparing, uh, doing a lot of education for the boards to know uh, regional boards, city boards, or committees, or uh, governing bodies, so that they all know what it entails to be in the national election, be because it's a different ballgame than the local elections. Uh, at the same time, um, we are talking to a person who is really experienced in in setting up. Uh, the campaign office uh, from the logistics side. You know, you, you always have the political side and you have the logistics side of elections and, uh, and uh, analy analytics and where we are good, where we are not good, what, what city, which street, who we need to, which door we need to knock on. Uh, President Obama did a marvelous job with it. I mean, uh, Democrat, Democrats at that point, when he was the candidate, they knew exactly who to call, who, knew, who not to call, who, who actually called on the phone, 
who they shouldn't touch because they wouldn't change their mind or because they are firmly in, in the democratic, uh, within the democratic uh, realm. Uh, or is there somebody they, they should touch with social media or text message or, or piece of mail or email or whatever? We need to start doing some of that. And uh, we are putting those pieces in place and somebody who is experienced can, can actually help us guide it. If he, uh, within the coalition, get the, uh, this person I mentioned who did the um, uh, some education for all of us or training when we had a brainstorming past Sunday, if he could get somehow find the funding to, to have them work on our campaign as a coalition and uh, probably mine as a candidate of the coalition, for the membership in the presidency. Then, uh, with all of that and the team for communications and marketing coming together, then we, we might be able to, uh, and the changes we did at the personal level within the uh, presidency uh, or presidential governing body, I mean, we should, we're definitely going to be better prepared than for the local elections. Um, I cannot say that we'll be fully prepared for the general election 22 simply because it is in the end always the question of money which is not something that we have abundance of so but you know the experience you cannot you cannot replace experience and this is now the <clears throat> fourth year and we had uh, that initial election where it was just me but still some of us <laughs> went through that and then we all as an organization went through the local elections so now now we have no and we have no excuses now we had one election general we had one uh, local election now the next general election in October of 22 we need to show who we are and what our potential is and uh, what our true nature is and to demonstrate that to all the to all the parties to not the parties but all the citizens to the people uh, we definitely have to come up with programs, of, offer solutions, not just um, complain about things that are not right, but we certainly have to be part of the solution.